0: Welcome to the Ongoing Story of the Bible, Season 6, Divided We Fall. A divided kingdom is in chaos. King Ahab of Israel, the ten tribes in the north, ignores warnings from the prophet Elijah and for three years there is drought in the land. Through Elijah, God has a duel with the fertility and war gods that the people are worshipping. God wins. Episode 4 good kings, bad kings. Now rain falls on the land, but Queen Jezebel wants Elijah dead, and for the second time he goes into hiding. Now Elijah heads north into the wilderness alone, and here he is fed by God's angel, and then he travels to Horeb, meaning dry. Here, near Mount Sinai, he spends 40 days fasting and lives in a cave. God speaks to him, reassuring him of his plans, God says to head down towards Damascus and to appoint two new kings and a new prophet, Elijah's successor. The next king of Syria will be King Ben-Hadad's court official Hazel, meaning God has seen. And the next king of Judah will be King Jehoshaphat's son Jehu, meaning Jehovah is he. And Elijah's successor will be a man called Elisha, meaning my God is salvation. God says, Jehu will put to death any who escaped the sword of Hazel. And Elijah will put to death any who escaped the sword of Jehu. Yet God reserves 7,000 in Israel, all who have not bowed down to Baal. Now Elijah moves on to see Elisha plowing in a field of 12 teams of oxen. He controls the 12th team. Elijah walks by him and throws his cloak, his mantle over him. Elijah runs to meet him and asks to go to say goodbye to his parents and then he will follow him. Elijah returns to his oxen, slaughters them and uses their yoke as firewood. He cooks the animals and serves them as food to the people and then joins Elijah. Meanwhile, King Ben-Hadad of Syria invades Israel twice so Ahab makes a treaty with him. Now Ahab wants to buy a vineyard near his palace in Jezreel, and he wants to turn it into a vegetable garden. But its owner, a man called Naboth, meaning fruit produce, refuses to sell his inheritance. So Queen Jezebel hires two men to accuse him of blasphemy, and he is sentenced to death, along with his heirs. The king and queen gain the land, but Elijah returns to say that God will punish them. Elijah prophesies that dogs will lick their blood. Now there is a battle with Syria. King Ben-Hadad of Syria doesn't adhere to his treaty with Israel, so King Ahab in the north seeks the military support of Judah in the south. King Jehoshaphat joins his father-in-law against advice from the prophet Micaiah, meaning who is like God. Micaiah foretells of Ahab's death, so he goes into battle in disguise, and secretly uses King Jehoshaphat as a decoy. The Syrian army's instructions are to kill King Ahab, but when they surround him, he calls on the god Yahweh. The soldiers then realize that this is not Ahab, who would call on Baal or Asherah, so King Jehoshaphat's life is spared. Now King Ahab is shot by a Syrian archer, and he leaves the battle bleeding and returns to his capital in Samaria. Here he dies, and dogs lick his blood from his chariot, as predicted by the prophet. So a new king is appointed in the north. The time is now around 853 BC. Ahab's son Ahaziah, meaning held by Jehovah, becomes Israel's new king. He makes military and commercial alliances with his brother-in-law, King Jehoshaphat of Judah. Together they build a fleet of ships but God is not happy, and a storm wrecks the vessels before they even set sail. Now Judah is faced with an invasion from three armies, so King Jehoshaphat calls a national day of prayer. The prophet Jaziel says that they are not to fear, and God will fight for them. So Judah marches to battle, led by a choir. The noise confuses their enemies who turn and fight each other. So Jehoshaphat's army spend the next three days collecting plunder from the three armies. The story repeats the message that alliances made without God fail. You can read the story in the Bible books of Kings and Chronicles. It's useful to have a map of the Middle East to plot out the geography where the stories took place. Nothing in the Bible books is without purpose. If a date is mentioned, it has an importance to the context of the story, now and in the future. A knowledge of the Hebrew calendar system brings light to the entire story. It's not the same as our current Western calendar, so to better understand the story and its seasons, a Hebrew understanding of time is needed. For example, the word yom, meaning day, also means a period of time. And the Hebrew yom, the Hebrew day, starts at sunset. Listen in for the next installment of the ongoing Bible story. These podcasts, called Full Circle, are based on the author's best knowledge at the time of production. They have been created from the Bible texts, commentaries, and historical studies. The Bible is God's living word and its story and learning is unfolding and ongoing. Thanks to Bible translators, some of whom gave their lives to give us its words, you can delve into its pages and start your own journey of discovery today.